This episode is the first of our Cooked with Bats series, where we will be talking about the food being prepared for the walk. It will give us a chance to review some of the planned food, test some recipes, and hear from the podcast listeners about suggestions, improvements, upgrades, or anything else you think is relevant to what should be considered for the walkers. Now, Bats is a pretty humble guy. He doesn't talk too much about himself, but he loves cooking. He certainly found a fantastic place to be part of this walk, applying his skills. So if you've got any comments about the recipe that Bats goes through on this episode, please share it on Instagram or Facebook. We will also upload a copy of the recipe to Facebook in the photos folder. Anyway, Cooked with Bats episode one, here we go. Heart to Heart podcast. It will be covering a walk from the geographic centre of Australia to the centre of the nation's capital in Canberra to raise awareness of the mental health issues faced by our first responders. We ask a lot of the people in our police, emergency services and all frontline workers. That takes a big toll on them and their families, which is why this walk is happening. These are just everyday people that have to do extraordinary things. These people are just like my dad. So Heart to Heart Walk podcast listeners, this is the first of our special edition episodes with Bats about the cooking segment we mentioned way back in episode one, I think it was. So uh, this is a remotely recorded session today and we've got Bats on Zoom. So g'day Bats. G'day listeners, but hope you're all doing well. So Bats, you made a mention in the... uh, in the first episode that we recorded back down in Canberra. Did you want to just let us know, Bats, how you became involved in the walk? Yeah, well, uh, I've got a really, really good mate, Vince, who you've all no doubt heard about. And um, he's been talking about it for a a great many years. And during COVID, it became more, uh, well, bigger. And, um, And certainly... During COVID or just after COVID, it was all um, full steam ahead with it. Yeah, right. So your role, I think we've already mentioned that it was the chief chef or as you like to call yourself, a a cook. A cook. (laughs) Just a cook. Just a cook. Never never just a cook. (laughs) If that. (laughs) Well, can you give us a little bit of background about how that became your role? I just like to, um, I just like to do something and I know... I've got bad uh, through, obviously, work. I've got some injuries, so I won't be able to walk like a lot of the other fellas do. So I thought to do something on it, I I wanted to go because of uh, a lot of reasons. Uh, One of those is obviously camaraderie and everyone there is on the same page. Yeah, it's already amazing, isn't it? So It's an amazing little club already and it hasn't even started yet. It's amazing what we all, all go through. It's very similar and a lot of our, not only what we went through, but what we're going through now are very similar. Um, yeah. It's just incredible. Um, it's just a matter of just changing a name. Um, you can practically rewrite the story by just changing the name. And anyway, cut a long story short, I wanted to go, but to feel useful, I thought I'd do something. Um, I'm okay at cooking because 
I'm medically retired, so I do a lot of the cooking at home. But before that, I used to when I could on my days off and so forth. So I just thought to be useful, I'd do a little bit of the cooking to put back in into um, the walkers. Yeah, that's hopefully, awesome. Hopefully they might enjoy the cooking and won't get too many complaints. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we I'm sure we won't complain if you're doing the cooking. Um, and, yeah, that's, that's absolutely fantastic. And, and it is one of those things with a big operation of any sort, there's lots of moving wheels and there's lots of, lots of components that need to be done for the, for the objective to, uh, to pan out how everyone needs it. And, uh, the food yeah. will be a big part of that. I know that. For oh, sure. absolutely. I mean, just the logistics alone. I mean, uh, an army marches on, on its stomach. So <laughs> Napoleon said, and he's absolutely right. The logistics, is a very important part, of, as we all know, in our job. Um, if you keep your troops fed, you're halfway there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're halfway there. What do they call it? The coefficient of content is high. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. If you keep them fed and, and watered during an operation, or, uh, you're halfway there. You've won, you've won half the battle. Yeah. And that's where – and um, just the logistics behind feeding too, especially if we get into the, some, the fresh food, during the outback uh, stage, well, that's going to be uh, very important obtaining yep. uh, fresh supplies. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a challenge in itself, I think. Yeah. Yep. Now, back in episode one or two, I can't remember which one it was. We did talk about this cooking segment, and we did put a call out of what to call it, and it came back as cooked with bats. So, can you tell us how on earth yeah. that came to be? That reference to being cooked. Um, well, that actually, well, I don't know who came up with it, but for to use it for this episode, it, it might have been Vince or or Dave, one of the other guys that we normally hang around with. But uh, um, years ago, when when I first went off crook from um, from the job, people used to ask, "What are you What are you up to? What are you doing?" And I used to say, "Ah, oh, nothing. I'm cooked." Yeah, right. So, uh, and I still do, and um, and I think I think that just must have, and that was. I know a lot of blokes have different terms for when they're off work and uh, when they're retired or whatever uh, it may be. But mine one was, I'm cooked, and I don't know how I, I don't know why I started using that all those years ago. I've been, I've been, um, I suppose discharged since 2020 so and i don't know how i come up with that term but uh or why i started using i'm cooked but i think it was just a, a figurative expression to say i'm pretty much done yep. back then and i knew from what i was going through that i was done so and i think some of the boys just uh always heard me say that and they obviously put two and two together both figuratively <laughs> figuratively and um yeah and they um and they used it yeah, which is cool which is actually it's funny uh, it's funny that you use that term because i've i've definitely referred to myself as being cooked with a few probably expletives after that point at times and uh, and i've certainly yeah. heard um <laughs> i've certainly heard military people and stuff use the same term so it's certainly well understood and uh i just yeah, yeah that's pretty cool yeah, it would be. I mean, I've heard a lot of other terms, you know, like I'm done and I'm roasted and I sort <laughs> of a, lot, a few other things like that, obviously. 
there were, and then there's obviously a lot of others that <laughs> other people <laughs> use, but um, for yeah. for us, yeah, that's right, the ones yeah. that are cooked, yeah. Which, but you know, it's just the way it is, I suppose. But um, yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, this is all about food, this episode. So um, what have you got for us today? Well, I thought the first one might be one of the easier ones and one of my favourites. I've certainly cooked this a lot of time times at home. I used to put it on a slow cooker. Oh, yeah. So I had plenty of time, obviously, because I was off work or whatever it may be. So I used to start it off in the morning. And then by the time... By the time the missus got home from work and and the kids, it was ready to go and beautiful. But nice. it's a beef beef bourguignon right. um, recipe, and you can do it slow cooked or you can do it fairly quick, depending on how much time you got. I thought I might, when I do it on the on the walk, when I make it up on the walk, I thought I might do it on the camp camp pots. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, hopefully, I can get a a couple of those ones, and we can. Um, one of the sites we can, uh, I can prepare it at least three, four, maybe five hours if I got time early in advance. Yeah, right. Yeah, and um, the main, the main ingredient for me, believe it or not, in this, is, well, there's two. There's the wine, hey. <laughs> and there's the bay leaves. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the bay leaves are the secret ingredient for me that make it up, and I put a lot of those in it. What sort of wine um, are we talking about? Oh, look, red wine. Yeah, gotcha. Um, as long as you've got one, you can drink the remainder that you don't use. <laughs> well, so don't make the portions be, too big. You won't have any left over. <laughs> it can't be a crappy red wine. Well, it could be. You could certainly use it, but then you won't be able to drink it. Yeah. And that's uh, and that's the – well, when I normally cook, I'll, I like to have a couple of wines myself or – Maybe a couple too many. But I don't think anyway. you're on your own there, Bats. No, no, <laughs> that's right. That's uh, we all we can all relate to that. I think we we'll most mostly can. Um, you start off with some um, chuck steak, and you just cut it up. Uh, so you don't you don't need just, to overinvest in the meat. No, no, not at all. Yeah, you can use the longer the longer you got, the crappier you can actually um, the meat can be. Yeah, good. Or yep. the tougher it is because. By the time it finishes, no matter what you put in there, if you've got if you've got a good eight hours of it, it'll be tender as. Right. Um, as long as it's not too fatty, but it needs to have a little bit of fat, not too much. Yep. Um, because that gives back to the to the nice uh, syrup that you've got in there. And then you just need some good quality olive oil, some baby onions, quite a few of those, depending on how many people you got depending on how many onions you, you put in. But if we're talking uh, four people, let's say, at the moment, yep. then, you know, you're looking at quantities of a kilo, uh, six to eight good onions at least. And then mushrooms, uh, nice mushrooms. that can't be too big yep. because you've got to actually use not the whole onion but the heads. Um, but you don't waste the stems either. You, you so you talking, sorry, you, you mentioned onion then. You mean the whole mushroom? The whole, yeah, the whole, mu the yeah. whole mushroom. Yeah, yeah. So nice. Those nice little button size. ones or? Are you, yeah, 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 button ones are really good because that way you can actually just throw the whole lot in. Yeah, cool. Stem and the top. Yep. But if they're too too big, then you need to cut the stems off and you still use the stems. Yeah, right. Quite a few cloves of garlic is important. Uh, and I like to not um, 
chop it or mince it, but I like to sort of cut the garlic at least if they're a big clove in half so that the flavour comes out of them. Yeah, right. Um, you don't want to chop them up any further, but you, if you don't chop it, what can happen is the flavour takes longer to seep out. Yep. And then some beef stock and then um, some dry wine, probably uh, maybe two, at least two cups for the current recipe. Yep. But if you've got it on longer, like if you got it on eight hours, then you can actually go more because that that'll just cook eventually off. evaporate. Yeah, yeah, right. Yep. Um, and then about half a dozen or more bay leaves, big wow, yeah, full right. size bay leaves, some oregano, and on mine, I like to use carrots. So I chop up some carrots, bite size, not not very big, not very small. You probably say two or three centimeters yep. size. And then throw those in there, and then basically let it simmer away for eight hours. Yeah, right. A um, little bit of oregano if you've got it, but not that important. And then, if, for example, the one I'll probably end up doing out there is I might actually add potatoes to it because uh, it's normally we normally at home serve it with mashed potato on yeah, top okay. of mash, but that might just be too much. Too much mucking around. Um, mucking yeah. around out, out at the campsite. So what I'll do instead is I might throw in some baby potatoes in, in there as well. Yeah, right. Just add a bit so, extra wine in there, cover them up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever you don't drink, <laughs> go back in. But so I, I thought I thought the baby potatoes out out at the site might um might be better than the mashed potatoes. But yeah. I'll see I'll see what sort of facilities we have and yeah and time and and so forth out there. You reckon you'd get away with this sort of thing in a in a camp oven on a slow, like on a slow side of a campfire sort of thing as well? Yeah. Or, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so cool. I was thinking, you know, those large camp pots that yep. are still, yeah, you know, yeah, when yeah. you've got the really thick lids. And yep. so if I had if I had two of those, um, for example, depending on how many, how many people we've got, um, but if I have, say, two of those slowly cooking away, um, for us at a site for the next eight hours, it'll be perfect. You know what you've Absolutely just you know perfect. what you've just reminded me of in my shed. My dad, probably about twenty years ago, it was a long, long time ago, gave me a camp, a cast iron camp oven that was that huge. I I've never used it because it, it was just way too big for anything I was ever going to do. And I think it came from an old sheep station out at Burke when he was in the cops out at Burke. Oh wow! Yeah, really? I'm pretty sure it came from one of the. Um, yeah, I'm I'm sure that's where it came from. Um, so well, let's let's that'd be good. Let's get Grab, it out. Yeah, yeah, get it out. See what's uh, see what it's like. Um, even if it's all rusty, you can still yeah you can still bring it up to. To scratch, I think. Um, I think you just oil them really. Well, I'm clean pretty them sure up. I oiled it years ago, and it's just because it's never been used. I don't think it's ever changed. Yeah. But anyway, that's cool, actually. Yeah, Jeez, that, that'd be that'd be good. That'd be good too, because it'll have some sentimental value. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> going on another road trip. <laughs> well, especially out the outback. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's cool, actually. I like finally found dad, a use for this thing. I've never gotten rid of it because Dad gave it to me, you know. And it's one of those things. I'm like, oh, my Dad gave that to me. I don't. I don't. I've never used well, it for sure. And it's been so big. Of like, I've got other camp ovens that are sort of big enough for what I would ever need. But yeah, now I've just found a use for this one. That's cool. You might be close to the spot where he's actually used it as well. <laughs> Probably wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if it's done a few, uh, few long like drover journeys too. Or the uh, the cooks for the 
for the stations out there, I wouldn't be surprised at all. But anyway, that's well, cool. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, I think those sorts of um, see those those shearers in those days used to love that sort of food as well. You know, nice hearty meals. And yeah, full of full of nice Australian fresh vegetables and ingredients and meat. Yeah, yeah. You know, so um, so tell me, is that Margie in the background or no? That's Archie. Archie. There yeah. we go. That's Archie. In the We've background. always got our mates with us down in Canberra, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. It's amazing how um, important the, your dog ends up being. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He definitely turns into your best friend while you're off work. Yeah, that's right. Hey, um, now with this recipe, if people want to have a crack at it themselves um, and maybe even score you bats, uh, don't don't think we're not going to get some feedback <laughs> to this recipe. I'm oh, sure, but sure. Um, if yeah, if, give it a try. Yeah, have you got a uh, like a? There is a, a there is a quick way to do it too. So this yeah. is the the slow cook way, and and if you if you want to actually do it quicker, yeah, like at home and um, after you get back from work or something, you've actually got to brown off the meat on a saucepan and just fry. And oh yeah, it okay, that way. yeah. Um, Fry, fry off the meat, brown it off quickly on a on a on the pot or the saucepan, quickly, and then take it out. Then do then do the onions and things like that. So there is another way you can do it that makes it a little bit quicker. Yeah. The only the only thing with that is it's not going to be as succulent, and the flavors aren't going to be as through all the all the various ingredients and the sauce, yep. and you know the, the the sauce won't be as thick and as rich and so forth. And this so, is where you mentioned before yeah. about you're going to probably have to use a better cut of meat if you're going to do it the quick version, yeah? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. With the price sure. of meat at the moment, I think I'll go with the slow cook option. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially if you've got time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's cool. And most and most of us do. <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, a lot of the people on this walk have. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, yeah, that's right. So with this recipe that you've you've explained to us, is is can we upload a picture of the ingredients and the, the proportions maybe? So if people want to have a go at it themselves, that's a possibility. Would that be, uh, would that be on the cards? Would that be doable? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, everything's doable. Nice. Well, yeah, we'll make we a little... We'll make a little folder on the um, on the Facebook page so people can um, get a shopping list going on and then have a crack at it. Cool. Yeah, yeah that'll be good. So what if will they, um, if they want to if they want to rate it, they can. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get comments back if it's no good, bats. <laughs> but uh, anyway, <laughs> she'll be right. Um, now, one of the other things that we we did mention earlier is other people's suggestions. So. If anyone's got any suggestions that they want to put forward, and uh, feel free to post that on the uh, on the Facebook or Instagram pages, and we're we're open to uh, testing other recipes uh, prior to going on the walk. They're going to have to be stress tested before the walk, though. We're not going to be trying anything out out when it's critical. Feel free to send in any suggestions that you've got, and we'll we'll certainly take a look. And bats, I'm pretty sure we're not going to get too tied up in the diet science behind these recipes as long as they're decent meals i'm sure oh yeah you can't really unfortunately because they're gonna they're gonna need plenty of energy yeah um if they're walking if everyone's walking 40 k's a day in the and it'd still be you know cold hot whatever the extreme temperatures out there they're gonna need energy and not worry too much about um 
<laughs> yeah, that sort of stuff. I don't as worry about that stuff generally. <laughs> as long as it's healthy, you know, yeah. it's going to be good for you. Healthy, well, it will. Actually, you think about it, in the middle of the middle of winter out in the desert, it's going to be bloody cold in the morning oh, and evenings. Yeah. Even if you get nice days, isn't it? Overnight and uh, the morning's going to be bloody freezing. Yeah, so the, that'll, that'll be the, nice to have the, these sort of hot, hot, hearty oh, meals. Oh, jeez, with plenty of nice, nourishing vegetables and, um, yeah. yeah, they're going to – and hearty too, so, you know, they feel – like they're full. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, and then you got to be careful too, because you're not, you're not going to have the facilities like you do at home. So it, you've got to, um, you've got to cater for the facilities that you have. You're not going to have, you know, ovens and stoves and all that sort of stuff and too many pots and pans and all the other various ingredients. You've got to keep it simple. Yep. Keep it basic and doable. Yeah. Yep, very much so. Right, I look, bats. This has been a uh, this has been a cool chat, actually. I'm uh, I'm going to give it a go um, at home. I'll grab out the old crock pot and uh, give it a, give it a try. Even though <laughs> I'll wait till this hot weather's passed. Actually, it's a bit warm at the moment for that sort of stuff up here. But um, yeah, definitely. Once this uh, cool change comes through, I might give that a go. And one of the other things, bats, that we're doing is we're going to start putting together a bit of a playlist on Spotify. I think it's going to go on for the walk and the walkers, but have you got a, uh, have you got a song that gets you through hard times or that you, that you can yeah. think of that, that is one of those power songs that you would listen to if you were, you know, taking your 39th K walk for the day, just trying to make it that last bit. Um, yeah, I've got, I've got a few, I don't know if I'd call them power songs, but, there's certainly songs that I suppose you could say cheer, well, cheer you up or, yeah. or in a way get you to stop overthinking things. Um, Sounds like, perfect. <laughs> like a lot of us yeah. do. One of them, for example, is, well, a modern one's Ed Sheeran. I like, I like Ed Sheeran. Yeah, right. Um, Mumford and Sons. Any particular song of theirs? Because to be honest with you, the very first song when I created this playlist the other day that I put on there was a Mumford and Sons song, believe it or not. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, white, white blank page of their, their, one of their songs that I've always sort of, you know. Babble. I, I like Babble. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Another one another one of mine is, I don't know if you've heard of Gordon Lightfoot. Have you heard of Gordon no. Lightfoot? No. Nope. Oh, what what song is it? What's it called? It's called um, Sundown. Sundown. That's right. That's it. Yeah, oh, mighty, that's, that's a, one of my. That's an old cowboy song. Oldie. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I just I'm not of, a I'm not a big country and western person, but I, I still like you know various country and western songs. Yeah, I, I do too. Johnny yeah. Cash, I love, and yeah. you know even the Australian um, country and western I I like. But yeah. Yeah, that's just one. That's just a. Cool. A, a little yeah. one of my faves. We'll add it to the list. That's the that's moment. a cool song, actually. I can just picture us with a uh, with a, a whiskey at the end of the night, just sitting around the campfire, <laughs> kicking to that, kicking back to yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, dreaming. Yeah, that's cool. Like dreaming along. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Having telling some tall stories. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be tall stories with this crowd. Anyway, hey, uh, look. Hey, I really appreciate your time today, Bats, and um, looking forward to all of the, uh, the the future episodes of this that are going to literally outline what's going to keep everyone going, and it's it's pretty cool. And I'm looking forward to the feedback and the suggestions that we get into, which is something that we'll uh, yeah we'll look forward to from the listeners. Yeah, it should be good. 
All right. Well, happy happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year to you guys down there too. Hope happy you enjoyed your walk and... this morning. Yeah, it was good. Good. Always good to go out and have a bit of a chat and yeah. a walk in the fresh air. Take it, the dogs out. It's funny. I was listening to a, another podcast the other day that it was uh, it was actually a couple of coppers talking to a uh, a military guy on uh, on an awesome podcast I listened to called the Zero Limits podcast and and actually Maddie off that podcast I've caught up with quite a few times and he's helped me a lot with getting this together. What a what a fantastic guy that he is. Uh, but he had a couple of guys on that were talking about different psychological sort of uh, therapies and assistance that they've had to go through and and both of them actually said they rated just the companionship aspect of catching up with people that have gone through the same sort of stuff as being more valuable and more helpful than any other clinical support they've ever had. And yeah, like yeah, funny about that. I've got a lot of mates in exactly the same boat and yeah, me. Yeah, and uh, I think it's I think it's a trust issue as well. It's also an understanding issue. Um, there's all, all sorts of things that flow into that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, like yeah. I had an amazing psych a while back that, yeah, I, I, I don't have any more, but I mean, I, I'm pretty sure she was one of a kind and <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, it, there's, there's something about this, the mateship of just being around people like mm. yourself and, you know, mm. I, I don't know what it is. It's just, I think, mm. I think when you get out, you get a bit lost and yeah, yeah you certainly, well, you certainly go fun. under your rock and hide, try and hide and you try and do that all the time, but funny, funny enough, the military also um, have similar things. You know, they mm. they um, also appreciate similar things after they get out too. Mm. So I suppose similar circumstances to first responders. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of a uh, lot of similarities in, you know, not necessarily the the cause the cause of these conditions, but certainly the the symptoms and managing them is pretty pretty bloody similar actually but uh we're way off Too track right. from cooking we but that's what this is all about it's about all of this wrapped up in <laughs> in the you know that's why this is all happening you know at the end of the day yeah, yeah that's why this is happening Just and that's why we're support, all here support our mates absolutely that's what this is all about and that's what the walk's all about anyway uh look thanks again for your Too time right. today bats uh no look, worries looking forward to the next one when will you be back in another fortnight yep should do excellent right let's uh talk again then thanks bat okay ta-da you've been listening to the heart to heart podcast people on their own journey for the awareness of mental health in our first responders Thanks for listening and please remember to support our foundation by going to the webpage at www.hearttoheartwalk.org. That's www.heart2heartwalk.org or just Google it.